is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Meyer. This is the On Call Podcast, episode 11. How are we doing, everybody? This is Mike, your uh, lead host, and joined by the co-host, my buddy Lowell. How we doing, bro? Uh, the assistant to the uh, host. Uh, yeah, you can tell Mike's getting a little more saucy. This is our second episode. <laughs> assistant to the host, huh? So you're an office fan. Massive, huge one. Yeah. Buddy, I ordered a shirt for my uh, for me and the unborn child. My shirt says regional manager and his is assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> oh, that's that classic. Is, that is my go-to. Like that's my, if there's ever a show that I ever want on that I don't need to think that I've watched every episode 15, 20 times, it's the office for sure. Dude, I think that's probably why we have such a strong connection. I mean, I think probably something, that, that has to, <laughs> something about it. That has to be it because there, there is no other Dwight K. Schrute on this planet. Dwight Schrute, yeah. No, uh, my, one of my favorite gags is the, uh, you know, when he's, Kelly has her birthday and he has the, it is your birthday uh, sign put up on there. And then I always see people do that, like they post it on the office subreddit, Dunder Mifflin, um, of doing that. I'm like, where, where are they, how are they printing this off? That's, that's what always uh, interests me, but I, I love that. I will have you know, I have a local company that will post anything that you've ever wanted in any size banner, whether it's 15 feet long or 15 feet tall. And it's, I, I don't, I don't think it's a, um, I'm not sure if it's a chain, but if it is, it's PostNet. Everything that I've ever posted for like, um, my, like my daughter, every first and last day of school, we've posted like, these cool little templates and stuff, and they print out everything, and then we frame it. We're an extra set of parents. Well, who, who where do you get your framing done? Because I've always been curious about that. Ooh, framing is Michael's. Okay. And then all of our banners are made through PostNet. And you can also, honestly, Etsy is the easiest place on the planet to have any sort of board made, stained, there, there is someone on Etsy that will make any size frame that you want. Oh, cool. Just search, search so for frame. So they'll make stuff, they make custom stuff on there then. Oh yeah. The, our dining room table is made from Facebook, our, well, Facebook really, because we have, we, we, we met these people that were 25 miles away that do custom woodwork for everything. So all of our bedroom stuff is made through them. They Wait, I thought you did custom word work. I swear there's like a picture of you on Twitter or something, right? Oh, that, that was it? shelving. That was easy. Shelving is that easy. But shelving? Like, okay. They did like old refinished 1940s cabinetry and dressers. That's way beyond my scale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's something I always wanted to get into, but I... Uh, Never probably will. If you thought it was expensive to get into making a podcast, go it's ahead and not, try to. Though. 
not comparatively <laughs> to making doing custom woodworking and edges. Holy shit. Those custom tools, honest to God, five, six hundred bucks just to make a tool to make a, a better beveled edge. Yeah, Crazy. you just gotta like go buy it, use it, return it, and then just like just takes <laughs> do the same thing over and over again. Just... I can do it once. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a good couple we found for everything. Oh, they made our entertainment center too. I don't have that skill. I'll send you my entertainment center with the custom wood everything. I was looking at like the uh, floating ones that you like mount into the wall and stuff. I need somebody to come here and like hide my cables like from the TV down oh, to like Amazon yeah. power bridge. That's what I did in my living room. I'll send you a picture of my TV, my speaker bar and everything. I did that. If you just look up the power bridge on Amazon for like 60 bucks, you drill a hole behind Found your TV it. They give you the casing and everything. You run the cable down to the bottom and oh, but you, you still pull have it to, out the end. You have to like cut out a, you still have to cut out a hole in the wall. You you literally just cut out a circle. A circle? And then their casing or square. And then you just run all but the shit But then you still have down. to run it through the wall though. It's it comes like a, with the tool. It's oh, a really? little grappling hook and you run it down. You put it at the end, you run it down. And then when it comes through at the bottom, you pull it out. All you have to do yeah. is buy over lengthened cords. So like all of my HDMI cables are legit like 20 feet long. Just to be sure. Because it runs from my TV behind the wall at the foot of the floorboards and then back up to like my Xbox, which I use as my main entertainment center. Oh, nice. Way worth it. So the wife decided she would buy me a Sonos wireless surround system oh if nice I, yeah that was a great negotiation she's like if you make all these wires invisible i will buy you a sonos surround sound i was like shit done i'll find a way <laughs> there's just like so, holes in the wall and shit yeah so, <laughs> no, that's so my, awesome. my christmas present was that i was like oh, oh you that's spent, nice man you spent 1500 bucks i spent 65 yeah that's awesome yeah i know i need to do that because i have this like sweet tv mounted on the wall Cables yes. just hanging down it's to the it's outlet. Ugly shit. <laughs> so are you? So if you have that, you're gonna just need like a decent length optic cable, because for Sonos, they're old stuff. Well, I'm not getting a Sonos to, uh, because <laughs> do you have a soundbar? I mean, what? Do you have a soundbar? No. no, no. I just want the cables to go away. Oh yeah. I don't that's... even. I don't even watch TV in there ever. Like literally ever. Watch yeah, TV. I just wanted to look cool in there. Send me your address. I have a power bridge because I bought the wrong one. I'll send it to you. I'll buy it from you. Yeah. Cool. I just it just it's just sitting there on the bedside table. Just because like I bought the wrong one the first time because it only had like one one outlet versus two. I was like, well shit, I need another one. What are you two for the uh because oh, the Sonos it's... power bar and the everything ran through two because the TV is super high up and the soundbar is right beneath the TV. I needed two connections by the TV. So the TV plugs into it and the Sonos plugs into it. And the one that I had was clearly not enough. Uh, okay, Because cool. the Sonos power cable yeah. is only five feet long. It just lost my uh, okay. wall. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I'll definitely buy it from you. That way you can uh, get rid of it uh Make some money off of it, <laughs> and yeah. I can get one for a discount. Yeah, oh. no, I, I definitely need to do that. 
As oh, I sit here claw. drinking, oh yeah, that's what I was saying. My poor sad so I'm drinking a White Claw and I hate that I now enjoy them because I felt they were in, an assault to mankind. But then I heard enough guys talk about it like, oh, just give it a shot. It's, it's really good. It just <laughs> hits different than beer sometimes. It's kind of refreshing. <laughs> and I've kind of got a feeling of a almost cotton mouth because I've been drinking beer and beer doesn't feel refreshing sometimes. So I went to a White Claw and damn it, this mango White Claw is pretty decent. I don't want to feel refreshed. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like I've only tasted a White Claw maybe once. It's really not the first time I tried, but I had Trulies when they first came out. Oh, right. Yeah, that yeah. Didn't, that wasn't good until I had yeah. the new Truly Mango. And if you like, <laughs> if you have, if you like a fruity drink, God bless it. I had it yesterday for the first time. The truly mango was the best. The mango Bud Light seltzer was second, and then now the mango white claw. So, turn I, uh, turn turning your man card, bro. All right, come on. I'll give it up. I'll give it up. I'll have to. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I did drink like six or seven Isla Mirada Key West ales. Before this, now I needed to feel refreshed to carry on. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Like, oh, you want to keep drinking, but also hydrate? Uh, maybe take yeah, one exactly. uh, White Claw. Yeah. Because no, I can't no, drink LaCroix. Have you ever drank LaCroix? Yeah, we talked Yeah, we talked about this last episode. And uh, uh, yeah, but it's not. Me. it doesn't have alcohol in it, so. Correct. And to me, LaCroix is not refreshing. Really? Because all it does is, well, because it only irritates me because it only tastes enough like the alcohol that I only know it's or enough like the fruit that it's in there. So like I'll take a sip. Oh, this is essence of strawberry. No, it tastes like someone cut a strawberry in the room over. Just enough to make me it's like just enough to make me mad that it's there. <laughs> Somebody cut a strawberry in the room over. Oh man. Oh uh, now that we're getting fresh, I will <laughs> tell you something about me that will make me lose my man. Actually, never mind. Back you love gotta, a sex on the beach. I got to remember to filter. <laughs> filter my <laughs> words sometimes. I'll cut, I'll cut it in post. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, do you stand up or sit down to pee? Now, I do stand up only because I have a shallow bowl. I would uh, sit down oh, more. So you're, yeah, you'll touch I the water. Uh, otherwise, okay. my, yeah, dick is in the bowl. Right, like right. So, okay. Cold porcelain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the unpleasant feeling. So I enjoy sitting, maybe a little masculine, I don't know, but it's just way more comfortable and I can browse my phone at the same time, you know, take a little break from the day, browse your phone. So I, I told know. you my, my friend brought up my podcast through a conversation randomly and how warm it made my heart feel. Oh, that somebody or, uh, liked yeah, what you like, were doing? Yeah. Yeah, sure. just reference it and talk about it. I was like, oh my God, you do listen. That. Thank you so much. Her husband sits to pee always, no matter what, doesn't stand ever. So like, I don't, that doesn't even make me feel that you shouldn't feel emasculated by it because it's a thing. Yeah, no, no. It's just, dude, you know how hard it is to get someone to listen to your podcast? Uh, it's real hard. You can make That's like the I've greatest heard. podcast in the world and send it to someone and be like, Hey, would you listen to this? Give me feedback. I'd really appreciate it. Nah, won't listen to it. Yeah. So when somebody does, even if it's amazing, it's, like, you know, feels good. Yeah. My dad tells me he listens, but then I'll say something. He'd be like, oh yeah, I heard that in your podcast. Like, 
I didn't talk about it in the podcast, <laughs> but I was just trying to talk with you, Dad. Thanks. Wait, he tries to bullshit. That's a, that's a little <laughs> bit Bull- further than that. That's a little bit of a psycho. Bullshit meters going off. <laughs> oh, yeah. so I was gonna I was gonna ask you, and then we had our tech issues. Um, what's what's one of the saddest things that you experience as an alcohol drinker, whether it's dropping a fresh tap beer? Reaching in the fridge and finding out it's the last one. Wait, for myself or for somebody else? For you. For you. Like, what's your your routine worth? Like, say, one of the saddest things I've experienced before was one of my favorite things is like a vodka Red Bull. They run out at the wrong time. So, like, no more Red Bull, half a jug of vodka. Well, you're still good. If there's no more <laughs> Red Bull, but there's half a check of vodka. Oh, the problem is when there's a, a bunch of Red Bull and no vodka. <laughs> That's true. Mix it with tequila. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, I, mm, hang on, I'm not talking about that. Mm. So now I, I will go first in this instance because yeah, be it great. happened. To, it happened to me. I have a keg in my house. That's a, yeah, that's, that's next level right there. There's nothing. Well, it just saves so much money. It's hard not to continue doing it. Even if I buy local IPAs, it's cheaper than buying six packs or 12 packs. And it's not even close. Really? It's that big of a savings? It's legit. So like once you pay the $400 for a double tap handle, it's $80 for the most expensive IPA I have for a quarter keg. But that's still how many how many beers? Sixty. Eighty dollars for sixty beers. Yeah, and that's for an expensive IPA. Holy so shit. once you find your distributor, you can you really can save a lot of money. Yeah, and I, now, I yeah no I, I can find some distributors no problem I, I yeah. So I know the, the one same, that's in Atlanta a couple that, the, that are near me. There you go. So if you find a deal. Now, ours is a Bud Light distributor, but who works with local breweries. So, like, ours is Peace River Distributors. They will get any beer that you want. Although, ex- unless it's, like, a yeah, European. Yeah, they, they get certain ones in at certain times, I'm assuming. Like, you know, like, right? Yeah, they, so like, yeah. yeah one of my favorite beers is um, Smittix. But that's an Irish lager, hard to get unless you're an Irish brewery or like an Irish pub because they go through such a vast amount, they won't send me one small half keg. That's sad. So I won't get my favorite one. But I can, every other beer I've ever asked for, they're like, okay, it'll be here two days. And then I go there and pick it up and I just trade in because it's a $50 deposit. For a That's keg. awesome, dude. I definitely need to do that. Holy fuck. It really does, bro. Because I'll drink the so same beer money. for like, I don't know, months. You know, months exactly. So not, which is why it's not like I need to like I need variety or anything. So <laughs> I've been drinking on Scofflaw basement for like I don't even know go. how long. So when when we're having a party, I like to have two baby kegs, which is fine, and I don't mind that because I usually pick one that everyone likes, like a super weak Michelob Ultra or Dos Equis, because Dos Equis is good. Everyone kind of likes it, doesn't hate it. Yeah, they don't get so drunk that they can't like drive home and leave. Yeah, you know? right. They can, they Just can go don't home. get a beer. <laughs> yeah, don't get a beer. People hate is the only yeah. thing, and your kegs will run dry. Now, <laughs> when you're when you're drinking alone, 
I was like, oh, I don't need to buy a six pack because I got the keg. Halfway into your buzz, the saddest thing that can happen is you're you're pouring your pint, and then you just get the and the keg kicks. Bam! Oh, I have I have all air and I have no beer. Oh man, see, I have positive feelings from when a keg kicks because at my favorite growler bar in Smyrna, when the keg kicked, they'd give you whatever they had already filled in the glass for free. So you have like a half a beer, no cost, you know. But yeah, yeah. tell me what you're saying. I'd be like <laughs> lifting it up, like, oh, how much do you think is left? Like, do, uh, yeah, you know, do it, you yeah, lift it's it? just behind it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's behind a little. It's just in a oh, mini okay. fridge, and it just works so great. But you and can't have more than one, like, because that costs more money. Because you have to like, you can't store it, right? So you can't like have like multiple of them. You can, your- you can, but if you're storing it, that means you're not keeping it cold. Right, and that's a problem. A warm beer is a problem. Well, so yeah, just, but it can't, it, but does it stay, it doesn't, and IPAs don't last that long, right? They, they, they last a six to eight months as long as you don't tap what? it. Oh, okay, okay. So it's all refined and everything, but once, once it's kegged, you're straight. Does that have to be refrigerated while you're storing it? It, it doesn't have to be, but it's ideal because okay. once you move it, like from my garage to the, refrigerated keg area, it's going to get shaken up a little bit. So then you have to wait another day for it mm-hmm. to settle because it's uh, so okay. pressurized because you haven't introduced the CO2 to it. Yeah. So when I, I have to plan ahead for my alcoholism. Yeah. Once it, once my drinking starts sneaking up to be like, or like right around when I wake up, then this will be good, really good information. You know, that's right. You can do it affordably. I have a couple <laughs> of empty kegs in the garage ready for me to switch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, need to, I no, I really should do that. I feel like it would be a cost saver. Cause, yeah, um, it saves, I'm all it about saves it. a couple of grand a year. Couple I grand. Don't know, to I, mean, get started? I don't know what you drink. I don't know what you drink. <laughs> we are the party family, so like we host all the family parties. So even if you have twenty people here, they all drink two drinks. You have forty beers. Well, I mostly tell people to BYOB, so it's really just about how much I can drink. We are great hosts. I'm a good host too. I love to, you know, grill out and cook for everybody. So that's fair. That's totally fair. We also have people where half the family doesn't drink, so they won't bring a drink because their spouse doesn't drink. But then they're like, oh, y'all have a beer. And then they, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll drink half of it and set it down and and you find it later and you're like, "Eh, I should probably finish this. (laughs) To avoid troubles. Oh, did you? And also saves on recycling, which recycle. Why waste all my cardboard and shit like that when I can just pour a keg? No, definitely the saddest thing is um, taking out a, a recycling bag full of beer cans, I think. Yeah, it, it just sounds sad. I brought it out to the waste management company and all I hear is the clatter of glass and beer cans. Like, Oh, we don't even, we can't even recycle big. glass here. In my, oh, really? uh, the, the, the company won't take it or the city won't take it. And that reminds me, I need to take the trash out after this. Otherwise, I forgot to take it out last week. So it's totally full. How big is your recycling bins? Yeah, actually, I, I actually have like a almost almost the size of my trash can that you push out here. But at, where I lived before, it was like you know just like a 
little. This is like a, a little carton that you carried, like yeah, milk yeah, jug yeah. carton sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. So ours comes once weekly, and mountain it is of uh, beer cans. It's a sixty-five <laughs> gallon on wheels for recycling and trash. That's what mine is now. Every yeah. fucking week. Yeah. Every week they're both full. <laughs> well, you got like a you have a wife, mm-hmm. and you have one. My mom lives here while she goes to school. Your mom? Yep, my mom lives here because I mean, she helped me through nursing school. Right. She was my my biggest fan. I will do anything for her. Well, you need to introduce me sometime on the Zoom call. Yeah, absolutely. So I can she's, have a mental she's picture. She's got 28 days left and she graduates with her registered nursing degree. Oh my God, that's awesome. Wow. So you get to help her too. Then yeah, that's, that's right. great. Yeah, that's awesome. I have a kid half the time. Yeah. Very cute. What's her name? Or, or I guess Savannah. You know no, you can say it's Savannah. My, my right, daughter, yeah. Savannah. Oh, nice, nice. That's nice. She's not on anything social media. I don't even tag her in Savannah. anything. And we also host at least one family party a week because my whole family lives here in Southwest Florida, except my dad's side of the family. So, what uh, Southwest Florida? People. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I really don't say where I'm at. That's I'm going to come visit sometime, man, because I, I do go to Florida occasionally because I have a lot of family out there too, uh, Fort Lauderdale and Orlando and whatnot. So if you're from Orlando, you're about two hours away. That's really not that far because it's all interstate. Fort Because it's I-4 to 75. Fort Lauderdale's three. Oh, okay. That's right, right okay. by, Fort Lauderdale's close to Miami. Right? Okay, what what about Jupiter? Two and a half. That's north there. That's more north. Wait, okay. I think. All right. Never mind. Well, you t- t- text me after. I want to look up where you're at. Yeah. So when you come, if you come from Orlando, Wait, it's probably Southeast the best Florida. stretch because Orlando is just, you know, it's right by Disney. That's easy. That's just I-4 to 75. Because once you have the 40 minutes of I-4 from Orlando, you have a straight sail straight to me. So like uh, yeah. West Palm Beach-ish? Wait, West Palm Beach. But you said Southeast Florida you live. I'm I'm Southwest Florida. Southwest. Gulf oh, Coast. Fort Myers. Gulf Coast of ish, Florida. Port Charlotte ish. Yeah. yeah. Port Charlotte is pretty exact. Oh dang, right off the right in that like harbor. Yep. Charlotte oh, that's Harbor. Nice. That's nice. Um right by Boca Grande. What else? Um, sounds sounds lovely. Now the only problem with that is being down here in the southwest coast is we have red tide you have to be careful oh right right right. yeah that from the algae or whatever or something yes because as as everyone talks about global warming not being real no i don't know about everyone but uh okay so the dipshits the reds (laughs) talk about it not being real it has increased our red tide which has decreased our tourism yeah yeah and then there's a fight every year between sugarcane fields and dumping from the Everglades into the um, Okeechobee. Every year we find we vote on a new governor who's going to stop the sugarcane fields from Okeechobee to the uh, the Gulf Coast because Lake Okeechobee goes all the way through Florida. Oh, interesting. I've I've been to Sarasota before. I had to go there for work one time. Well, if you ever go there again, that's where we'll meet because you're about 35 minutes away from Sarasota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I no, do I'm like not- Sarasota, but that's a lot of rich assholes over there. Oh, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's for when I did video stuff. But uh, I'll. We're gonna. I'm gonna come. We're gonna throw it down. For sure, I'll have a Pardon. fresh keg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Florida beer, I'll, ready to roll. I'll bring my own uh, eighth of a keg. I'll bring Toby. Oh, can you see if you can see the dogs right now. Or Ender. Well, no, not Ender because she's not as friendly. Oh, and you can see uh, um, Bethany's butt she awake? a little bit. Sorry. All right, I'll turn. It. Hello. <laughs> there you go, just doggies. And there, she just, can't. Just dogs. She can't hear you because I got AirPods in. <laughs> He's waving. Oh, hey, she waved back. Hey, man, you dogs are so fucking docile. They're just laying there. Oh, there he goes. He's scratching. I need to cut so his nails. My, my little six pounder, as much as she loves to cuddle, she can't cuddle and lay down for more than about an hour and a half because she has to get up, have a drink of water, have a bite of food, and go to the bathroom because she's oh, yeah. so small. I swear oh, to God, yeah. her bladder is about... The size of a silver dollar. Oh, that's right. That's why you got to use the pads. Well, oh, yeah. Well, if you regulate their water, it helps with that. So we tried that, and then it ended up causing an issue with her kidneys. Oh, really? Because she's not getting enough hydration because between the time from sleep, she wakes up and drinks. And then, like, if we go to work, she also doesn't get enough water. So then it would cause, like, really dark urine and then it would affect her demeanor. Okay, so we interesting. Really, we have to free feed and free water her. Otherwise, she changes. Oh, interesting. Okay. We had to take her to the vet for us. Like, she's fucking sick. I don't know what's going on. Like, then, so I would much rather deal with pads and deal with these little baby peas and poops. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, oh, and I did find, speaking of dogs and maintenance, during this pandemic, the regular food that we bought was not blue diamond. It was pedigree puppy formula, which it's good. It's good stuff. It was expensive for the dog, but they were sold out at the local pet store. So we had to go with the most expensive 10 pound bag of food because that was all that was left between shipping. And we mixed her food, but we did find out the more expensive food led to much larger, healthier poops. And a healthier dog. I'm all about them healthy poops. Yeah, totally. I thought it was bullshit because before this dog, all I'd ever seen was old Roy, the Walmart 50 pound bags for (laughs) this one. The food stinks because it's like nothing but like real chewed up bone and shit for the dog. It seems to really work on her when I'm not giving her a sip of beer because when she smells a beer, (laughs) she must have a sip of beer. (laughs) She's got the, or she gets the tremors, you know. <laughs> yeah, so she's got some DTs. She is ready <laughs> for another drink. Man, we got to start a dog podcast because I feel like there's just a lot of uh, there's people space to watch in the market. To- but we need a yeah. vet though. We need we need a vet uh, or a dog trainer to bring on every time too. Because, you know, you got to get that expert opinion. <sighs> yeah, you know what? My, co- my cousin would have been a, the help, but she went for marine biology instead of just. Uh, she lives oh. in Illinois. What sort of marine biology are you studying? <laughs> Reminds me of <laughs> George Costanza. <laughs> you watch that, ever watch Seinfeld? <laughs> I watched a bunch of Seinfeld. He would tell people he was a marine biologist. One thing, when did you watch uh, Seinfeld when it was new? No, no, no. I only discovered it after it like been already completed. So one thing is, I watched all of them live when it was on NBC. Oh my and god. 
when I look back, it doesn't hold up as well. There are, it was a groundbreaking show. I can't deny that at all. It's like a show about nothing with the ability to have a new non-themed episode, which I think is, if it weren't for a show like that, there would be no office because not every episode has to be themed and carry out like a tradition. So you wouldn't experience all of the oh, shows. Like, yeah, not, yeah, the fucking laugh track and, you know. Well, Seinfeld, right. Seinfeld have a laugh track? I feel like it probably did. It probably did, but it also allowed for a lot of awkward cringe moments. Oh, it definitely had a laugh track because when Kramer would come in, people would like cheer in the crowd because it was like a live type, type show, yeah. I think The Office is pretty fucking groundbreaking with yeah, that. Yeah, because it was allow. a mock, the mockumentary style. And it just it just holds. There's like it's the reason it's the most watched show on all of Netflix. Is it? Yeah, it's number one. Oh, nice. Because especially because Friends is off of Netflix partially, now. So partially because of me, because I put it on every night when I go to bed and just let it run. I, I've been rewatching a lot of Community lately. I don't know if you watch Community, but um, no. I watched some of Community, not all of it, and that's because. Well, it drops off. It it drops it drops off. Uh, well, it sounds good um, when Donald Glover leaves the show. So he was kind of like the Andy from Parks and Rec. Like when he grew up and he became a star, they gave him more parts. It's the like the opposite of that. Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So like well, when- he was like childish game. He he wasn't that famous. He was a YouTube Donald Glover. He was like a YouTube mm-hmm. star. Uh, then he got on uh, Community, and then he like started doing his rap career with Childish Gambino, and then he started Atlanta and all that stuff. And this is a Community with Dan Harmon, and then Chevy Chase was apparently a massive asshole on that show. And um, I heard that. Holy shit! I yeah. only heard that. How much of a prick Chevy Chase was that whole yeah, show? Yeah, appar- apparently he just is in general, <laughs> and I've never heard anything good about him in person. But we've we've got Bill Murray, and Bill Murray's great, so we've got that. Bill Murray is on the same level I hear as Jack Black. Oh, just like great, great in person just to everybody. Like awesome yeah, yeah. to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I imagine it, it's like difficult to, you know, once you're so famous and people are like worshiping you for so long. Yeah. Do you hold on to and appreciate that people love what you did then? Or do you be like, God damn it, I've been that same guy for 30 years. I'm also this guy. Or is it just like annoying because you're just trying to go get some groceries and people are like, oh my God. And you're just like, oh God, not again. You know, like people are going to be so yeah. weird. I'm just trying to be normal, you know, like that type of thing. I, I don't know what it's like to be a celebrity. Like the old Eminem song, even when you go and try to take a bathroom, can't try to, you can't you yep. take a shit without someone standing by it. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. As an average yeah, Joe, I would, it yeah. <laughs> I would probably be a fucking asshole. I probably over time, like, yes, I did that then, but I am me. That's not me. That was a song. Like, that's a character. Or if you're still famous, I mean, it's even worse, right? Yeah. But, uh, like, I mean, I, I like to think I that I would be cool with everybody, but I don't know. Cause, uh, you know, it, I, I still, in my imagination, it's still fresh, you know? Well, think about how you are when you're around. Like, have you ever met somebody that you were like a super big fan of and got to like hang out with them for a little while? Like, how did you? Feel. It's hard to be fucking normal, you know? I geeked out. You're right. But he was fucking awesome. And that was Burt Kreischer. 
who's from Tampa, Florida, stand-up comedian. He's been on Joe Rogan umpteen million times. Really? Bert Kreischer. Yeah. So oh, I've never heard of him. him it's, he's the, um, listen, like the Burt cast, B-E-R-T-C-A-S-T. Wait, B-E-R-T. Like oh, I see him. I see him. I see him. Okay, cool. So I've met him three times. He's he's like best friends with a local radio personality. But he so looks like familiar. through those events. He looks familiar. Well, he's the inspiration he for Van Wilder. He likes to take a shirt off as soon as he gets on stage for his sets. That's true. <laughs> okay, then I'm not but, familiar with the stand-up then because uh, every single one of his shirts on uh, his pictures on Google Images, he's not wearing a shirt. Did you ever watch the movie Van Wilder with Ryan yeah. Reynolds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. That's Burt Kreischer, Florida State. Wait, he, That's literally the, the story of Van Wilder really? is based on <laughs> Burt Kreischer at Florida State University in the 90s. It took him eight years to get his uh, bachelor's. Oh, I, uh, I'm looking at him and his wife and he's, he's grabbing her boobs. Yeah. So Burt is a party animal. He's friends with Tom Segura. He's, one got, of, he's got the beer gut to prove like, it. Wait, who's Tom Segura? That sounds familiar to Tom you. Tom Segura is a huge... Stand-up comedian. Tom Segura, he's got four Netflix specials, I think, on Netflix right now. Yeah, I don't recognize um, either of these guys. Who's friends with Bill Burr. Oh, I love Bill Burr. Yeah, I Monday like Bill Monday Morning Burr. Podcast. Okay, so they're all really close friends. They're all comedians with the um, All Things Comedy Network on YouTube. Okay. Tom Segura has the best dry humor on the planet. If you ever have ever wanted to be the guy who can receive a conversation and then be an asshole back with a very matter of fact, slow delivery, Tom Segura. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love that. I need to get better at my uh, dry assholery. I've always tried. I try. Then, <laughs> You're, too nice. Then, You're too like, nice. You're too nice a guy. Yeah. You're just a nice guy. Yeah, and then I get excited and it's like, <laughs> and then in hindsight, it's like, oh man, that's what I should have said. Fuck. <laughs> So when I geeked out, it was with Burt Kreischer, but he was exactly the guy on stage as he was off stage. So every time I've ever geeked out, he accepted it. He took his shirt off. And then the other time I met him, he had an LA Kings jersey on and like he pointed at me and he was like, oh yeah. And he's like, he was the coolest fucking guy ever. So... I don't think I could be that guy. I know that in hindsight. Yeah, you don't say, I, I bet you're not even that weird when you meet your celebrity like uh like me. Like I'm, I'm probably way worse, you know. <laughs> I'm you know yeah, probably my geeking out is not the same. Like I really I reach his hand out like let me buy you a beer, let me shake your hand, like Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool, okay, man. it's about that's about my level. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, see? And he took it and I bought him a Bud Light at the roast of um Mike Calta. Oh nice. Oh, I have a story about uh, when I met my uh, celebrity, real short. Um, Let but, me hear it, please. Okay, so not not anybody famous, anybody anybody would ever know, but just a small band that I was just like super super into. Um, and uh, when I met him, I was like, I went backstage and um, I was like, Hey, I'm trying to hang out with the band. Can, I've got this like blunt. Can I? Uh, can I can, can I come back to the backstage and like smoke with the band? Like, the Bowser was like, okay, okay. So I went back there and uh, we were smoking weed, and I was like, I'm trying to think of something to say to the lead singer of this band. And so I had the blunt, and I was like, we we're smoking it, and I was like, uh, do you want some? And he was like, uh, no, I'm good, my throat or whatever. And I was like, uh, I'll blow it in your fucking ear. And he just looked at me like, what? And I was like, oh my god, I fucking so weird. I don't know what to say. I was just trying to say something to him. 
But uh, so you did blow it a little bit. <laughs> and then the guy who got me my current job, um, you know, uh, Chuck or whatever, I, I always feel a little bit starstruck around him. And so I, I, I really don't know what to say, but I, I feel like maybe he's just like that. You know, people, I feel like other people are the same way. They don't really know. They can't really get a read on how he feels about you. Um, but yeah, he's one of the biggest names in podcasting, Chuck Bryant. But uh, I mean, he's a nice guy and stuff. I just, you know, it's hard to get a read on <laughs> how he feels about you. So I always feel a little bit awkward around him. But um, Josh Clark, yeah. super nice guy. I I, uh, I really like him too. Josh Clark. Uh, stuff you should know, the podcast. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. wondering why I knew that fucking name. Yeah. He also did uh, The End of the World, which is like all about- The, the, the End of the World. That's how, that's how I know. Yeah. I love that one about the future of humanity and uh, all that stuff and existentialism, like how humanity could end and stuff. Very interesting. But he's, he's a super so, nice guy. I love him. When you talk about going to see a band, do you have a band that like you're just- infatuated and in love with that someone might not know? Yes. They're called Y. Uh, W-H-Y question mark. Okay. And they have an album called Alopecia. And somebody recommended it. It I found it on a Reddit thread. Somebody was like, what's the best album from start to finish? And the top comment was that one. And I became instantly obsessed to it, but I with it. But I've never gotten anyone into it before, uh, even if it's like playing. I, I don't know what the deal is, but okay. So um, genre, what would what would they classify as mainstream wise? Um, they're that eclectic. You couldn't even <laughs> nail it, huh? Oh, I'm trying to like compare it to some other type of band, and I I don't really know what to say. Progressive rock. Yeah. I, is that what, maybe, uh, what does progressive rock mean? Like, it's just sort of different. <laughs> um, a progressive rock would probably be, there's, there's a couple ways that I dictate it, whether it would be controversial lyrics or introduction to electronic implements, similar to like Audio Slave, who would make alternate sounds while using traditional instruments. If that makes sense. Because Audio Slave, everything they ever did, similar to Rage Against the Machines, was only made through mainstream instruments, but they ran it through processing to make it sound obscure. Oh. Wait, uh... So... Can you, can you play one of the songs? Well, not the whole I mean, thing, but yeah. like, a se- like, a, like a little bit. Through uh, which of why? Yeah. Yes, I'm. I'm sure oh, that fuck, I could. I don't even know Let's see here. Never mind. Don't don't do it. Oh wait. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> just well, no, it's fine. It's just let's do it at some other time. But yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh. <laughs> so, is it, like, what's your favorite song by them? Because that's like, that's this the thing. Is the first I don't. Song I don't know. Me. I feel like the, just the whole album's good. I'm... Oh, wait. this is just. This is not the album, though. That's it. Oh, I wouldn't even call this progressive rock. This is alternative rock. Okay, I'll give you that. Alternative. (laughs) That's all I can play before I get tagged. Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. I get that. It almost sounds like a, a little bit of cake. 
cake. Yeah. You, you, you know cake. Oh, I know cake. Of course, fashion nugget. Yeah, I probably know all the words to uh, going the distance, I think. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's got a little hint of ska, a little bit of, um, it's very vocally strong, softer, melodic. Yeah. If you would uh, picture Sublime without the ska implements. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they got okay. some uh, good stuff. But, yeah, I guess that's the probably the... Uh, the most un, unwell-known band that I really like. What about you? So mine is Shaman's Harvest, which is the band I've been obsessed with since I was 18 years old. They're super, super localized in Missouri. They only veer out a couple of times every three or so years because they haven't hit mainstream except for one, one song was Dragonfly. I've bought every one of their CDs. They've only been within 50 miles of me one time. I went to buy tickets for it. And the bar locale that they went to was very corrupt. So I bought VIP tickets to go and see them. Ooh, uh, Br- and- uh, Bethany would like this song. Oh, yeah, it's right up her alley. In Chains? No, listen to Dragonfly. Oh, oh I love it. They've got so many good songs. So I bought three of all, all of their CDs, which I had to do like through mail order. And every time that I've gone, I went to the Fort Myers to go and see him and the corrupt bar owner, when I messaged him to confirm my VIP tickets, decided he didn't get a receipt and couldn't verify my VIP tickets. Oh, no. So, so I couldn't even go and see him. So like. What? Who is that bar owner? Let's dox him right now. I'm just kidding. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. You know, it was only through an email. So like it was through <laughs> the email of the, the God blessed bar. Yeah. Bethany but loves I, a five finger death punch, right? That's a, that's the thing, right? Five finger death punch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So even their newer songs from their uh, red hands and black deed CD was gnarly. And the wife whose favorite she went and saw. Uh, Cage the Elephant, which Ooh. you said was one of your favorites. Oh, oh, yeah. It's one of my like top top three right there. All right. So if you listen to more of their the Shaman's Harvest albums, she loves them. She's played the CDs because I have all of them. She really likes them because some of their stuff is very moody and it's just purely based on vocals. So I listened to their first two CDs and then I was like, man, when the fuck is this third CD coming out? This is bullshit. I can't fucking wait any longer. Turn turns out the lead singer of the band had throat cancer and was going through treatments while trying to record the third album. Yeah, that's rough. And as soon as as soon as he got cleared and cancer free, they released that album and I bought it. I was like, fuck, right on. So if anyone could ever listen to Shaman's Harvest, try to get him to where you're at. Because god damn it, I love them so fucking much. I'm gonna listen and I'm gonna tell them to Beth I'm gonna play him for Bethany because I guarantee she'll be uh she'll be a big fan. What were you playing earlier? <laughs> The, the, like the blast one you started getting into that you played for me? It wasn't Blackstone Cherry, was it? Because that's my number two band. Blackstone Cherry? No, it, it had a female vocals, a female vocalist that you played last time you were here. Oh, Icons for Hire. Hailstorm. What? Icons for Hire. Icons for Hire, but yeah, Hailstorm, right? Hailstorm. Hailstorm, she is. Yeah, she likes that one too. Oh, I have a huge crush on Lizzie from Hailstorm. She's, she's so he good. Said he, has a, he has a crush on Lizzie. 
the first like, time I ever heard her sing Black Dog, <laughs> the old Led Zeppelin song, holy cow, like boner, just gnarly vocals. <laughs> the first time he ever heard her sing Black Dog by Led Zeppelin, he got an erect penis. <laughs> oh. And it doesn't help, it doesn't hurt that she's like 5'11". Wait, wait, just like, what? Oh, she said she met her. Oh, oh yeah, Lizzie. She's super nice. She's wait, such a sweetheart. Wait, Lizzie. Lizzie. L Z Z Y. L Z Z Y. Hail. Hail. H A L E. Oh, okay, okay. Right, I'm looking at her right now. She's Let's gorgeous. See. She's so sweet. She's one of the nicest people ever. So oh, I, I like the short haircuts. She's got a kind of a Karen haircut. I'll yeah. give you that. Well, no, no, I know. But she no, makes no, it work. No, this is not Show a Karen length. haircut. Show the length. It's like I like the pixie haircuts, but this is uh no, this is yeah. this is good, yeah. She is if you just listen, uh, I don't even know. I don't think it was on Wait, an this is album. I searched, I searched Izzy Hale. Oh, wait, Lizzie Hale. Yeah, L Z Z Y. So no, same she person. has yeah, two okay, yeah, separate yeah. Uh, reanimation and reanimation 2.0, which are two phenomenal cover CDs. Like she does one with um, using Lady Gaga. So she'll do a Lady Gaga cover on there, and that one's fucking gnarly. She does so much good shit. Like she's just a pure vocalist, which is why the reason I like them so much. And if you're looking kind of for a uh, like a fuck you to everyone else. I'm not a fan of this genre. I'm not gonna lie. Bethany is, but I'm just on a, the genre nope. of like, okay. yeah. yeah, go ahead. I get you. Here's to us. That's not hard at all. Wait, the song? The name of the the name of the song. No, is I feel like Here's the guitar riffs all sound the same. No, 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 no. I don't even actually. I don't think there's a guitar riff in that whole song. Actually, they're just like. It's, it's here's to us. Fuck everyone who said we couldn't do what we were going to do. Like, it's just an ode to success. I'm listening. Just, just like when. Pick the wrong song. So my theme song for what? me. It's not a good song to listen to. Not? Mm-hmm. Bethany doesn't like that one for some reason. It's too soft for her then if she likes all that other stuff. I mean, that here's to us is just a really soft song about. Here's my core group. Doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Fuck them if they don't want what we want. That's I know all. I don't feel those emotions. That 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 music just never resonated with me. Okay. And I know so, Bethany doesn't like it. She's just like, oh, you gotta hear this band, I love it. And I'm just like, meh, yeah. Every time. So do you want to know like the most ironic song that was the most? Is it ironic by fuck. um uh Alanis? Alanis. Yeah. Well, I like that one too. I like the uh, no. I like Alanis. Yeah. It was a song I heard while I was going through nursing school. Broke as a joke. Breaking Didn't Benjamin. Think I was gonna make it. No, no. It's not. It's not. It's a rap song. All right. But it was. I. It's called "I Made It." It's by Kevin Rudolph. R U D O L F. Yeah, no, I got it. It's. I didn't like. Cash Money Heroes. That when I didn't think I was gonna m- make it. I heard that song and I decided when I graduated nursing school, it was the first song I was going to listen to loud as I could. Like I cried when I played that song after I graduated and got handed my diploma. It's all about the chorus. It's truly about the chorus. Oh, hang on. Let me, let me get it. Go ahead. 
Not bad. I like the video too. I mean, it's a lot of motion graphics and green screen, but it's pretty cool. I've never seen the video. Really? Oh, this is nope. pretty it, pretty impressive for 2010. And it like the whole song when I was drunk one night because my mom was buying me beer because I was that broke. We heard that song playing on a random Spotify playlist. And I was like, when I graduate, mom, this is the song that I'm going to play because I made it. And well, I yeah. fucking did it. Nursing school is like, hard as fuck, right? It, it just truly, as soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah. I'll I'll, up to I this like guy. this one. Yeah, no, I like this one. That was my most inspirational song. Like if I felt down and I didn't think I was going to get it, and that was the song I was going to play. It was Kevin Rudolph, I Made It. And, you, it, and it came true. You made it, bro. Oh, uh, so that song will always hit me in the feels for no fucking reason because clearly the guy has no other hits. He's done nothing. <laughs> I don't even really much listen to rap other than fucking basically Eminem and old school 90s hip hop. But that song got me and like when I made it, I made it. That's awesome. I think that's probably a good note to rap on. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sounds good. Do you want to do, so an this al- is, do uh, your uh, do you do an outro? Yeah, this is uh, this has been the on call podcast. I didn't hit on a bunch of the stories, so who knows? I might just have to drop in for fifteen minutes just to touch on the fucking stories that I wanted to talk on. This has been a fifteen minutes of clear riff. And I hope everyone likes it, and they listen to the music cues, and they can agree with us. Uh. What would you like to say for the upcoming On Call Pod, Lowell? What, for like the next episode? Yeah, for us. Like, what? hey, if nothing else, there's more to come from us. You're going to be rolling with me. More good to come? Yeah, uh, maybe if anyone has a suggestion of a topic, uh, we can research and uh, put some quality content out. That'd be cool. If not, let's just uh, keep riffing. Um, All right. but yeah, no, that, that was great. Let's do it again soon. I know on, on, on the next episode, I really want to hit the, um, you want to stay on topic three meme. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I don't care about that. <laughs> I did. I did the online radio show. If it's flowing, it's flowing. You don't fuck with the, you don't fuck with a good topic. Yeah, no. If it's rolling, you roll. But I want to touch the keep three meme, which blew up during the whole pandemic. So you got a picture of nine things. You got to pick three. Cause that's just fun to bullshit with because you get to learn a little bit about people. So like you got nine pictures of desserts and treats. You got to pick three of them and we're going to decide what we like and what you guys like over there. So yeah, let's do that for next episode. I'll, uh, I'll look up what this keep three is. I'm looking at it right now. Right on. This has been the on call podcast. Hope you guys had a good night. We'll be back for more. I'm going to be on call next week. So this is going to be a brilliant treat to try to bring you guys something to talk about and listen to. My name is Michael Meyer. This has been Lowell. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.